video, but it's just so good, it's worth it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get old. So the title of the message today is, it's our third week, uh, is Who's On First? Thus, I just thought that fits perfectly. So uh, we wanted to talk to you again. We want to thank Robert Morris Gateway Church. Just great information on about giving. And I wanted to clarify my heart and my wife's heart in preaching this series is we want to see you get it. We want to see you blessed. And these principles can be applied in every area of your life. And when you apply them, you see blessings in those areas where they're applied. So this isn't just about finances. This is about putting God first in everything that you do. And when we do that, seek first the kingdom, things begin to happen. God is honored and he is lifted up. So, you know, you might say, well, Brett, you're the pastor, and so it's your job and, and all that. Uh, but I want you to know that's not why I'm doing this. I'm also a fellow believer. Uh, we are brother and sister in the Lord to you guys. I mean, so we, you know, we have a part in this as well. We want to see you su- succeed. Let me use this analogy if I could. It's, it's as if I was sick and I found the cure. I found the antidote, and I want to share it with you. You don't have to. How many remember when we were in grade school, you had to go and get your shots? You probably still have to do that now, do you? Yeah, and, that, you, know, and you had to get that mumps and measles thing and all the vaccinations and all that, you know, just so that you didn't and all. I get it. Well, this is kind of what I'm trying to tell you is, we have the cure. God has given you the antidote. He is giving you uh, answers to help you along the way. And remember how we started this whole series. We started if your, your heart follows your treasure. We, we taught you that. And we want our heart to be completely changed. And we don't want to worry. We don't want to stress. We don't want to have any cares. We don't want to have any financial needs. And so we have to remember God and his principles. We have to talk about who's on first. We just have to. And so, you know, my question to us this morning is who's on first in your life? And we say, God, you are first. And and could I say this? And I mean this with all respect. But if God is first, if we were to open our check register, would it say the same thing? If if I if we could look at our our, how we spend the money is God really first? Every time we get paid, we talked last week, we take a test in plain in plain terms. Every time we get paid, we are who are we giving honor to? Um, for that increase who are we giving monetary for the finances that we are blessed with who do we worship who are we giving an offering to exodus 12 they were set free from egypt exodus 13 1 and 2 says then the lord spoke to moses saying consecrate to me all the firstborn whatever opens the womb among children of israel both of man and of beast it is mine First thing he says is you got to put this into practice if you want to walk in freedom. He say he's telling you this is mine. And I'm going to show you some things and I think it's going to turn a light bulb on for you. Verse 12 and 13 of that uh, same chapter says you shall set apart to the Lord all that open the womb. That is every firstborn that comes from an animal which you have. The male shall be the Lord's. But every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb. And if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. And all the firstborn of men among your sons you shall redeem. So here's our first point. I'm going to give you just a few points this morning, and here's our first one. The firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed. Whatever animal you had back in the Old Testament, if the animal was clean, the firstborn male had to be sacrificed. If he was unclean, then a sacrificed animal had to be used to redeem the unclean. You have to understand all of this is done in faith. If you were a a rancher, so to speak, and you're raising... Uh, whatever you're raising, whether goats or what, I mean, it, you're going to have to sacrifice that firstborn, 
without the, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to have another. You're doing all of that in faith. So see, when we've talked about this, people are just, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But we, we need to understand the principles that God is trying to tell us. The firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed. So you've got to understand how important this is to God. It goes clear back to the Garden of Eden. God has Adam and Eve in the garden, and he says, you can eat of all these trees. All of this, this is you. You can, you can do, these are, this is yours. But you see that tree? Not that one. That one's mine. You see, it's a, it's a test. He is testing your heart. He is, he is wanting you to follow him with your whole heart. Here's what he says. You can have everything except that first 10%. That's mine. The firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed, depending if it's clean or unclean. Let me ask you this question. Were you born clean or unclean? Us as men and women. We were born unclean. All right? We were born unclean. Was Jesus born clean or unclean? He was born clean. We were born unclean. We didn't have to teach our children to be ornery. It comes naturally. Uh, you know, we're just, um, we were born unclean. Jesus was born clean. Now understand the principle we're talking about. The clean was sacrificed, Jesus, so that the unclean, us, could be redeemed. Jesus is literally God's tithe. Jesus is God's firstborn son, amen? And, and he sacrificed him for all of the unclean. You want to talk about something personal? You talk about tithing with God. You have to give God what is first. You don't wait to see if you have enough. It takes no faith to do that. I know this is tough. I, I'm just saying this is a principle in Scripture, and if you'll put God first, you'll see him work strong in your life. We give in faith. The first belongs is the blessing. That's what has the blessing. The first is what is the blessing. If it's not the first, it's not in faith. If you wait, then take faith to wait. I've been on both ends of this. I've been on, well, I'm going to do all this, and my heart says I want to tithe. So if my heart says I want to tithe, but how many knows that faith without works is what? My heart says I want to tithe, but I pay everything else off as best I can first, and then I see if I have any left over. I have not put God first. Now, this is tough to, to hear because, you know, people will come up with all kinds of, well, God doesn't want me in debt, but can I say that I've got myself in debt and God really didn't have anything to do with that? Um, and, and the pickles I've got myself in, God didn't have anything to do with that. Uh, and so, yes, we want out of those, and it's okay. It's okay mistakes were made. I'm not saying the mistakes are okay, but I'm saying as you give this to God and you start, you're going to get out of that mess because God will see that you do if you put him first. you see when god gave jesus while we were still sinners while we were mocking him spitting in his face pulling things out of his beard pulling you know just whipping him god gave for god so loved the world that he gave he gave him first he gave him in faith knowing god had you on his mind jesus was god's first fruits offering Matter of fact, Jesus is also called first fruits and firstborn. The firstborn represents Jesus. So the firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed. You have to understand the principle I'm telling you. First portion is the redemptive portion. The first portion is the redemptive portion. God says, if you give me the first one, the rest are redeemed. Give the first portion, the rest is blessed. So it boils down to this. Now, 
would you rather go through 100% of what you have being cursed or give 10% and 90% of it all being blessed? I mean, you just got to think about how does that work? I, you know, I don't know how God does it. Bread, it doesn't work out on paper. I know. Kim and I have made up budgets in the years before. And we're like, oh, how are we going to do that? Where are we going to get the money from this? But we have determined, we've set our heart. and We said, okay, God, I'm just going to trust you. And that's when you're setting yourself up for God to do miracles in your life. And for people to go, how'd that happen? <laughs> but God, God did it. Somebody showed up and somebody blessed me or, or this happened. I got a kickback in this. We've gotten a kickback from an insurance company one time for the exact amount, the exact amount of money we needed for a bill. I'm like, what? Oh, you've overpaid. And here's the amount, and it was the exact amount for a bill when we lived on Savannah Drive. I'm like, go figure that. God, I don't know how you do what you do. Any first thing given is never lost. Any first thing not given is always lost. Any first thing given is never lost. Any first thing not given is always lost. Do you trust God enough to give him the first portion? God, do I believe in your principle? Do I believe in your kingdom? As we go on in this next few weeks, I'm going to show you how multiplication happens. I'm going to show you that next week, I'm going to show you that money has a spirit on it. I mean, that's why we have to get it into the kingdom rather than the spirit of, of mammon. I'll show you that next week. But we have to understand, God, how does this stuff work? So if we have an understanding of it, we can walk in such a great uh light because he shines it what god is saying is this if you don't give it to god you'll eventually lose it have you ever you know and i and i can say this tithing wasn't really easy for me in the beginning it really wasn't but what we didn't tithe it seemed like i lost it anyway does that make sense to you Something would break down. It doesn't mean you're not going to have. Now, let me just clear this up because people will be like, so then if I tithe, nothing will ever break down. My tires will go on forever. I will never need brake pads. No, I mean, no, God can extend life of things. Absolutely. He could do miracles there. Sure. I mean, they had sandals that didn't wear out and clothes and all that. I get that. But, you know, but he can provide for those things that you need. Seek first the kingdom. And and it's just amazing how things happen. It doesn't always work. And there's times that we're like, I'm not doing it. But it doesn't take any faith to not put God first. If you're going to wait and see, see, that's where the faith, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's the distinguishing line between those that say, God, you are Lord. I I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'm just, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't, you didn't get me in this mess. I got me in this mess. Maybe you're in a mess that you didn't get yourself in. It was forced on you by actions of others. I don't know. But I do know this. He can help you. I do know that if you put him first, you're never alone. And you are setting yourself up to, to watch how the kingdom works. It's going to be an amazing journey. Here's point number two. The first fruits must be offered. Exodus 23:19. Uh, we're going to read the first part of that. The first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring. Notice the word bring. Into where? The Bible says the house of the Lord your God. You shall then the next part, is, it doesn't really apply to what we're doing. You shall not boil a young goat in mother's milk. But notice the word bring. And it also, notice it also says the house of the Lord. People think they can give their tithe anywhere they want. And they can designate their tithe. And you can't. The Bible is very specific where that tithe goes. Proverbs 8, or excuse me, Proverbs 3, 9 and 10 says this. Honor the Lord with your possessions 
and with the first fruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Now, I, I just want to say, I'm going to try to answer some questions along the way because people ask me questions, and, I, and I'm hoping that this is going to be helping you, but you know, there's people that I want to give my tithe, I want my tithe to go over here. You cannot designate your tithe. You can designate your offering, but you cannot designate your tithe. Your tithe is always in Scripture. It always goes back to the house of the Lord. It always goes to the storehouse. It is not designatable. Are you with me? The offering is designatable. You can decide, hey, I want to bless this ministry. I want to bless this. But I want, you know, I want to ask you this question. God, he's talking to Joshua, and he said in, the, in Jericho, if you remember this, I want you to bring all the spoils from Jericho. God says he wants all of them. All of them. He doesn't say I want part of them. He doesn't even say I want 10% of them. He says I want all of them, and I want you to understand why. Because in this this uh, campaign that that they're doing there's 10 cities that they're going to conquer 10 jericho is the first one and so god says that one's mine of all the other nine you can have but that one is mine you have to understand that god is he's very purposeful in everything that he does now i want you to understand this it took faith to give all the silver and the gold from the first city you conquer that. It's going to take faith. You get to, if you haven't tithed, then you're like, oh man, I'm looking at 10%. It's going to take some faith. It might startle you. You might be like, oh. I told you the one story of the guy that went to the pastor and he prayed for blessing and, and God blessed the guy. And, and uh, you know, before he was given, you know, just uh, his tithe off, and he made very minimal money and God blessed his business. And now he's in six figures and he's make. and he goes back to the pastor and says, I'm really having a struggle tithing this kind of money. He said, would you pray with me? And the pastor said, sure, I'll pray with you. So he grabs his hand. He said, God, just bring him back to where he was in the beginning. The guy said, no, 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 I'm good. So you, you got to understand, it doesn't matter. You don't have to match somebody beside you, behind you. You just have to understand, God, the first portion is his. Whatever that is. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. First portion is his. Joshua 6, God says that it's consecrated or set apart. Exactly what Exodus 13 says. It's consecrated for the house of God. And when Achan took it, the Bible says now that it became cursed. Now, if you remember the story, they were supposed to bring all the spoils from Jericho in because it was the first of the 10 cities they're going to conquer. So God said, that one's mine. And Achan took of it, if you remember, and he hid it under his tent. You remember the story? And that's, what, that's what's going on. So it was consecrated before because it was set apart, and then Achan took of it, and now it became cursed. So if you, now listen to me, and again, hard to preach this, and, and I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to get my swag on if that means anything. But what I'm trying to tell you is this. If you keep it in your account, if you keep it in the bank, well, I'm going to give it, you know, uh, someday I'm going to work up to tithing. I'm telling you, you're stealing. And it's cursed. It's hard to say, and I want you to hear my heart and love. What's going to happen is you want to get out from under that. You want to say, God, I, everything I have is yours. Here's what you're asking me. Let me do this and do what you ask. And make that consecration, make that separation. It doesn't belong in your account and in the bank. Now, this is a hard issue. You've got to understand. Bring all the silver and the gold into my house from the first city. 
And this is why God accepted in the beginning, why he accepted Abel's offering and didn't accept Cain's. I want to show you something. Genesis 4, 3 through 5. It says, in the process of time, very important wording there, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Notice there's nothing that says first in that. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Now, one's a farmer, one's a rancher. One brought the firstborn, the other didn't bring the first fruit. So God didn't have, you got to understand, God didn't have a choice in these offerings. He is above all. Remember we talked about God's perfect, you can't improve on him. So he can't accept second best. It's theologically impossible. And by the way, this is 2,500 years before the law, Cain and Abel. This is God putting this into practice. He accepted the firstborn, but he couldn't accept the other because it was in the process of time. In other words, it didn't take any faith. I'm going to wait and see. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. I got some more over here. I can give him this. And, and Abel just said, here, this is, the first, this is the firstborn. God is perfect, and he can't be anything less. He can't be. It's, it's theologically impossible let me just tell you let me speak to the guys if you play golf and god is a golfer let's just say god's golfing he's playing 18 holes his score will be 18 every time he hits the ball it will go in the hole first time he can't have anything less that's how that's how perfect he is it's just you know it's not mind if i play through it's just whoop here's here's number three The tithe must be brought first. Second Chronicles 31.5. As soon as the commandment was circulated, the children of Israel brought, and I've underlined that, in abundance the first fruits of grain and wine, oil and honey, and all the produce of the field, and they brought in abundantly the tithe of partial, says everything. I want you to notice the word brought. Malachi, or if you were you know, back in the hills, Malachi, uh, 3.10 says this, Malachi says this, why, this says, bring all your tithes into the storehouse. Why am I using or emphasizing the word bring or brought? The Bible never uses, now listen to me, never uses the word give when it talks about tithing. It never uses the word give when it talks about tithing. I want to say that again. It always uses the word bring or brought, and I want you to know why. You cannot give what's not yours. That's why you just bring it back to the storehouse. You, I, they brought it to the storehouse. I didn't give it. I brought it because it is not mine. Let's just say this. Let's just say Kim and I go, uh, I go to, to speak somewhere in Florida. And we're, we're going we're to fly. And um, Scott, he says to me, uh, hey, uh, PB, I, can I use your car while you're gone? I mean, I, we really need another car uh, for just the, the few days you're gone. I mean, ours is in the shop. Could I use it? And I would say, oh, well, you know, yeah. And he said, well, I'll come with you to the airport. I'll take your car. And it saves us the, the wonderful fee they charge if you leave your car there. You know, and so, okay, great. Well, we get back from our trip, and then and Scott picks me up, and he says, Pastor, been talking to andy and we really feel good about this we want to 
give you this car. And he hands me my keys. I'm like, uh, Scott, that's, that's already my car. <laughs> Just receive it. Receive it. It's from the Lord. Be blessed. Receive it. See, that's kind of silly because it's already mine. He's just bringing it back. That's what happens when we bring our tithe to the storehouse. We're just bringing to God what is already his. Well, you're amening not very much. (laughs) There, thank you. Well, okay. Uh, Anyway, um, we, we take it to the storehouse. We bring it to the storehouse. It is the house of God. It never mentions... Uh, Christian ministries, Christian schools, good causes, universities. That's not where your tithe goes. That can go, your offering can go there. You can designate that for offering. Your tithe goes to the storehouse. And so people try to get around that. They don't want to give over and above. And so they can say, I'm going to designate this. That means if I do that, I don't have to give an offering. And maybe your heart's not like that, which is cool. But I mean, we have a tendency, well, if I'm going to give that, then let's do this. And, uh, but we got to be careful because it's not our money. It's God's money, and that part is his. And if I do anything else with that, then I'm not being honorable for that increase, and I'm actually, I'm stealing. I don't want to do that. So anyway, we don't designate our tithe. Here's another thing to clear up. You bring the tithe of everything. Do you tithe on the gross or the net? This is about tax time, so people will ask that question. I tithe on the gross. It comes down to this question, what do you want blessed? Do you want your whole thing blessed or you just want what you bring home blessed? You know what I'm saying? I want, I want everything blessed. And let, let me just say this. If I'm paying taxes, you know, I got to pay taxes. I want what I send to the IRS redeemed. You know, I want that blessed. I want all that stuff covered. So we, we, we pay tithe on gross. Matter of fact, I'll even go this far. When you get a tax return, you've already paid taxes on the money and you got, you've overpaid, that's why you got a kickback, right? So you got, we, we, we tithe on that again. You might be, are you nuts? Probably. But again, I just, I want blessed. I, you know, I'm thankful for the increase. I'm thankful. Has that been easy? Heck no. It's a lot easier for her than it is for me. She, she's, she's a giver. I, a lot of times I want, I want to be able to do, you know, she will give, I've seen her give just somebody, you know, like all these, you know, there's people in here doing different ministries or doing different businesses that have great ladies stuff. 30, 37 purses, 31 purses. Okay. <laughs> Touch him till his eyes pop out. All right. So. I mean, you know, in the day, and I, I think it's still popular, Vera Bradley. It's the, the cloth, the, the cool purses. My girls all had Vera Bradley. They got Maddie involved in Vera Bradley. See, to guys, that just means money. I mean, you walk into, and, and it's Vera Bradley, and they want like, oh, this purse, it's only $98 or 68 or whatever. I'm like, shut the front door. There is a market for you girls. I'm just saying. You compare what a guy gets to get his hair cut. $13, baby. I should be in the hair business. Man, girls, I don't know that 13 bucks has never been said for a girl's haircut. Anyway, let me jump back. What I'm saying is, Kim is such a giver. She, had, she has several Vera Bradley things and all that stuff. She had a purse, and uh, it was Hannah's mom. Hannah's mom's, I just love that style, you know, and they're marketing. They're smart because this one's, 
vintage. Or this one's discontinued. And, and so you can't always find those. And, and if you find them and all that stuff. Well, she had just made mention of that. And she said, man, I love that purse. Next thing I saw Kim, we were at a service. She's carrying all her makeup. I'm like, what are you doing? Where's your purse? She said, I gave it to her. And I mean, you know, I just, what I'm saying is, God help me with those kind of things. And then God has helped me. I've been able, I've had somebody come up. Oh, I love that blazer. I love that blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and it was wintertime. <laughs> Where's your coat? There it goes. <laughs> the guy just walking away with it, you know. I mean, okay. But we got to understand, we can't designate tithe. We can designate offering. We, we want to be a giver. We don't, we want everything blessed. I tithe on the gross and uh, we want all that. Uh, blessing so let me break it down you tithe on the gross you don't designate your tithe and you bring it to god's house those are three things you need to understand now if i had uh if i had 10 100 bills laid out here or 10 dollar bills or one dollar bills it really doesn't matter just imagine 10 bills of some kind all the same you know if they were let's just say they were uh 100 10 100 bills the tithe on a hundred or on a thousand dollars is what a hundred dollars so we have ten one two three four five six seven eight nine ten which hundred dollars is it the one on my left is it the one on my right is it the one in the middle is it three quarters in is it this one and let me answer that question it is the first one to leave did you hear it it's the first one spent that is god's that's how you know that's how you know you see because that first bill has the blessing on it that first bill has the redemptive portion in other words that's back even in the old testament it's that first sacrifice to redeem now remember the principle that's why jesus died we had to be redeemed so he had to be sacrificed that first portion is the redemptive portion if you and, and listen to me, you need to hear this because I'm hoping lights will come on. So you could be literally giving 10%, but not really tithing. If he's not the first. That little info right there. Can can just break open a whole floodgate for you. If you're like, oh, man, I've been tithing, but it's not been the first. Now, understand that's just putting God. God, you're first in everything. The tithe must be brought first. The first portion, uh, and the first portion has the blessing on it. It has the power to redeem the other nine bills. That first bill that leaves, it is the redemptive portion for the rest. 1 Corinthians 16, 1 and 2 says, Concerning the collection of the saints, as I have given orders. Notice these are not suggestions. To the churches of Galatia. So you must do also, on the, what day does it say? The first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there be no collections when I come. It's talking about storing up your tithe and then bringing it on the first day, on Sunday. It's talking about bringing it to the storehouse. And so, you know, I have a place in my house where we put the tithe. Um, you know, that's our first check that we write, and that's where we stick it. If it's not there, then she's already separated it, and she has it, or she's given it to me, and I have it. But we separate that. It's, a, it's in a designated way. It's got to be separated. It's the first thing. And so you need to understand. So placing it in a spot, you know, is, is good. If you need that, that's good. You can go if you're, I just had somebody say last week, or two weeks ago, I think, when we started this, I've got trouble with that. Trouble, my friend. Right here in Marion City. With a capital T in that rhyme? No, okay. Anyway, 
what they were saying is because if they leave it, they spend it. Does that happen to anybody? Or they or they finagle it. They'll take it out of this, put it in over here, and then replace it later in the month or later that week or later back in that. And you, you say, well, I'm still giving it. If it's first, you don't mess with it. You, are you with me? So if you, if you can't not finagle with it, if you can't not mess with it, then you can give it online. We have opportunity to do that. You can put it on your, uh, your debit or, or credit card. You can go onto the website and you can, you can give it online and just get it out of your system, so to speak. I'm done. It's given. Yes. I mean, if that's what you need to do, do whatever you got to do. We just made that for your convenience. We are counting, though, if you did put anything on a credit card, you're going to pay it off in 30 days or less. Okay? We don't want you to be in debt. So I want you to just listen to what I'm trying to tell you. So um, just take care of it. Let me just say this, too. If you're giving that first portion to somebody else, you're robbing that redemptive. GMAC doesn't have the power to redeem your finances. Ohio Edison doesn't have the power to redeem your finances. Columbia Gas doesn't have the power to bless your finances. So don't give that first portion away. That's that's crucial. Now, I want you to understand this is a hard issue, okay? Not legalism. Just listen to me. Let's just say, how many have ever had, you have direct deposit? So if you have direct deposit, sometimes maybe let's say Kim and I are out, and uh, and the the check, let's say, hit our account, but we were out and we were in Kroger's. And so we bought a few groceries in Kroger's, okay? That doesn't mean that the Kroger monster now has taken my, because I haven't had, I hadn't got to my check. Now, I'm not going to put off going to my checkbook for a week or something and then taking all that out and use all that money. But what I'm saying is, if I didn't know when it hit, and I'm not, you know what I'm saying, and I'm out, and I got something, God is not legalistic. You're still okay. Are, are you with me? Do we understand each other? It's, it, this is just a hard issue. My heart is just, we're going to separate that, because the very first thing, she is good with figures. She is good with budgets. She, I mean, that's the first thing she's going to write. She's going to write that tie check out. A lot of times I'll sign it. It doesn't really matter. Her and I are one, so whether she signs it, I sign it. It's just separated. It's pulled out, and it's not messed with. Okay? And, and and just knowing that, then it's already taken out of the account, even though, you know, that could be Monday or Tuesday, and you got all these days until Sunday. It doesn't matter. Separated. Consecrated. See, this is really, this is just the key to blessed living. I'm not trying to come across hard. I'm not trying to call anybody bad or or thieves or robbers I, i'm i'm trying to help you i don't want you to I, I don't want you to leave here offended i want you to hear the truth of what i'm trying to tell you the principle i'm not calling you a thief but i'm just saying you know sometimes if you don't know you don't know but if you know how many knows the truth will set you what free so that's what it is uh, exodus thirteen fourteen and 15 so it shall be when your son asks you in time to come what is this you shall say to him by strength of hand the lord brought us out of egypt out of the house of bondage, and it came to pass uh, when Pharaoh, am I still on? I didn't think so. Yeah, okay, there we go. Came to pass um, 
when Pharaoh was stubborn about letting us go, that the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man, the firstborn of beast. Therefore, I sacrificed to the Lord all the males that opened the womb, but all the firstborn of my sons I redeem. Now, I've got four children. We've had five. Uh, our first was a stillborn, then Mal, Zach, Sam, and Maddie. And every one of them, sometime or another, have seen the tide check uh, on the stove where we put it or seen whatever. And, you know, while they were little and growing up, they're just like, wow. Because I told you the story of my dad and his tide check he'd set on his dresser. And I would look at that and I'd be like, wow. And I said to my dad, dad, what, you give a lot of money to the church. You see, and my dad understood this principle. And my dad, is, he's been very blessed. He's traveled all over the world doing all kinds of things. He's living in Florida now in a retirement community, loving every minute of it. Called me this morning just to tell me, hey, guess what temperature it is here? I don't want to hear that, Dad. Thank you. You know, sometimes well, he just sent me a picture of an 18-ounce ribeye of all things he has to send me now. Of, hey, I just cooked this. How's that look for you, son? That's going to affect your Christmas. <laughs> but anyway what i'm trying to tell you is we want to get these principles to you we want you to understand i'm not trying to say not trying to call you anything but all of my kids have asked wow and they've seen mallory just said just not even a week or so ago she goes dad we can't deny as kids how blessed we've been how we've lived and how how god has taken care of us you you have to understand this principle because you know we're everybody's human and we all want things and we want to get to this area. And sometimes we just don't want to have to go through any process to get it. But I'm just telling you, this is, when you love the Lord, this will become easier and easier for you. And watch what he does with it. Just watch what he does with it. I know it's 10.05 and I know the video was longer. Um, but I want you to pass this on to you, not just your kids, but your family. I want you to say, well, Brett, nobody in my family's ever given like that. Start now. Start now. Get a heritage of godliness in your home of just like, you know, everything we have is God's. I was able to tell my kids, I wasn't always like this. You see, he saved me. I wasn't, I wasn't always, I never planned on being a pastor. It doesn't matter whether you're a pastor or not. I wasn't planning on that. But you see, he saved me. He loves me. I get to live forever in heaven. And for that, I gladly give whatever's his. I just... Bring it to his storehouse. My question to you this morning is who is on first? Would you bow your heads, please?